Welcome to Job Sharing and Beyond, the future of work podcast that goes beyond the traditional nine to five. I am Karen Tischler, speaker, consultant, and host of the show, where we hear from global experts every other week to discover innovative solutions and tips on how to remain a relevant employer in the future. Hi everyone, welcome to a special episode of Job Sharing and Beyond. Today, instead of having a guest, I will share some of the highlights from the first five published episodes. I'm also adding some additional research and updates about my guests with the links in the episode notes. As I explained in more detail in episode zero, my interviews focus on a variety of topics on how to get to a more flexible work setting. As for example, pre-COVID, 30% of employees left their jobs because of lack of flexibility, based on a US study on 7,000 respondents. Little did I know when I started recording my first interview in mid-February that COVID-19 would pretty much overnight make one form of flexible working, work from home, common practice across many industries and countries. Since then, not only several tech companies such as Twitter and Facebook, but also Nationwide Insurance, a more traditional company, have shifted to working from home permanently. And as Satya Nadella said, we saw two years of digital transformation in two months. One reason for my focus on flexible working is the opportunity it presents for more work-life balance. It thus enables people, in particular women, to be part of the paid workforce while still being an unpaid care worker, which helps create a more diverse workforce and increases gender equality. As one well-known statistic says, while only 2% of working women plan to leave the paid workforce for family reasons, 43% of highly qualified mothers end up actually ramping off their career path or opting out entirely at some point in their career. Right now, many women have clearly been negatively impacted by working, homeschooling, and unpaid care work. A week ago, a New York Times article was hotly debated when it stated, in the COVID-19 economy, you can have a kid or a job. You can't have both. However, a recent Harvard Business Review article emphasized to see this lockdown as an opportunity for senior leaders who are still predominantly male to become more of a gender equity ally for women in businesses. Through this crisis, many men gained more appreciation of the struggles of combining unpaid care work efforts while working and also saw the importance of soft skills such as empathy in private and in business settings. Still, with both full-time working partners, mothers did an overproportionate amount of the unpaid care work. Three ways for male leaders to increase gender equity 
going forward were mentioned in the Harvard Business Review article. To push for more flexible working and less often office presence, to keep working parents in mind from providing sick days to childcare, and finally to stop secret parenting by making a point of leaving loudly and talking about one's family. I feel very positive that in the long run, this crisis will lead to a transformation and will lead to gender equality in less than the 99 years as previously predicted. And I also hope that this podcast will plant seeds to everyone listening by hearing about innovative methods from other countries. Here are some of the highlights of the first five episodes. In the first episode, Swiss job sharing experts Irenka Krone and Nina Prochaska spoke about job sharing in Switzerland and how it all started with Irenka co-founding PTO, the Part-Time Optimization Association. They shared practical examples how they divide their current top sharing position at Zinfo. Interestingly, not only is job sharing happening in private and public companies in Switzerland, but also in the political sector. For example, they mentioned that one job sharing team is applying for the chair of a political party and that team consists of a man and a woman from two different language areas, German and French, and also two generations with 20 years of an age difference between them. Sometimes people think that not all areas of the economy could be job shared. Irenka recently shared a video of two male medical doctors top sharing a leading position at a Swiss hospital. Since the podcast goforjobsharing.ch, PTO's website published a movie talking about the Federal Department of Migration's very successful implementation of job and top sharing. Driven by the current COVID-19 crisis, Irenka and I also co-wrote an article about why should short-time compensation programs, also known as work sharing, Kurzarbeit, RHT, include some job sharing elements, where we are comparing in that article Switzerland and Canada. In our second episode, I talked with Sarah Horsfall, founder of Genie B, which optimizes job sharing partnerships in England. Sarah explained how she started her company Genie B when there was no part-time position available when she wanted to return to paid work by using a recruiting company. Being able to job or top share, or as Sarah prefers to call it, being in a talent or knowledge partnership allows companies to have access to professionals that they otherwise would not have had access to because of the lack of flexible working. Sarah spoke about personality traits 
that are important for being part of the partnership, from trust, good communication and leaving one's ego at the door, but instead having the ego focus on the partnership going well. Sarah emphasized the additional energy a job-sharing team has compared to one full-time employee. Since our interview, she has been involved with a qualitative study initiative from Professor Lynn Martin at Anglia Ruskin University to increase more women in STEM. In the third episode, I spoke with Maggie Piggott, who job shared together with her partner Judith Kellick for 23 years. They changed positions seven times and were promoted together twice, ending their career as joint chief executives of the Judicial Studies Board. Maggie shared how it was really her boss who, who initially encouraged her and Judith to start job sharing together. One of her successes of her partnership was that people would mix her and Judith literally up, even though they didn't look anything like each other. But it basically showed to her how people saw them as working this one job together completely seamlessly. Also, twice when they moved to a new job, they were replaced by two full-time employees. That goes back to the additional energy and motivation that two job sharers have over one full-time employee. Maggie felt that being a job sharer allowed her to have a work-life balance and to also develop hobbies outside of her career. Since her retirement, she took up dancing and she recently wrote the book How to Age Joyfully with the foreword by Dane Dench. The many tips, quotes and suggestions in her book are now even more important than ever during this crisis to continue to well, uh, live well and longer. She and her partner Judith were both awarded the CBE for their work. Nina Stressner is the head of DNI at SAP Germany. In the fourth episode, Nina spoke about the broad variety of programs that SAP offers for its employees from family and career related to mindfulness. I was particularly impressed to hear about the keep in touch programs for parents on parental leave and the father network. Job sharing is so normal at SAP that it is not even tracked. Additionally, on the top sharing level, there are now 16 co-leadership teams across genders and age. There is a lot of individual flexibility about the percentage of a full-time position people can work. Additionally, there are fellowships, which are basically internships, allowing employees to gain additional knowledge in a different department. During the COVID crisis, Nina's team has been adding online social activities for its employees across SAP Germany who are in their respective home offices 
from wine tasting to cooking that also supports local businesses and a good cause. Recently, a large German newspaper interviewed an SAP co-leadership team and Nina as part of an article about job sharing, which I very much appreciated as it raises further awareness of this excellent flexible working method. Last but certainly not least, I spoke with Dan Reed about his role as a career dad and his goal to positively impact as many dads as possible. He started Career Dad when he first put out a video on LinkedIn about the struggles of being on paternity leave but also wanting a career and he got a lot of feedback from men feeling similarly. He mentioned that not many organizations yet give space for dads to honestly talk about their struggles of this dual role. We talked about flexible work, portfolio careers, and the transferable business skills learned while doing unpaid care work, such as the gained experience of being a newborn parent. And as earlier mentioned, the Harvard Business Review said, men need to become more allies and speak out about their kids so that more gender equality will result from all of this. Which made me particularly appreciative of Dan's 111 daily LinkedIn videos of his lockdown lowdown to document his daily life of a working parent with young children at home. As I'm ending this episode, I just watched Kava Yunosi, head of HR of SAP Germany, give an online presentation and he emphasized that happy employees make happy customers. This is a perfect ending for this episode. I hope this overview gave you some insights. If you have not done so, check out the five episodes in its entirety. If you liked something in particular, I would very much appreciate a review or a social media mentioning. Thank you very much for listening and I look forward to publishing the next five episodes. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We hope you gained valuable insights and new ideas. To keep listening to future episodes, please head over to iTunes or your favorite player and subscribe and give it a rating. We would very much appreciate a review and for you to share it on social media so more people can start innovating in how they offer employment. Until the next time, goodbye.